Welcome to the Under a Pile of Books podcast. I'm your host, Calvin Park, and I'm excited to jump in this week because there's several books uh, and other things that I want to get to talking about. So diving right in, my week in review, uh, pretty good week of reading. Uh, I'm satisfied. I, I read two books uh, and started on a third. So I'm satisfied with my pace this week. That's sort of what I target typically is uh, two to three books a week. And anyway, uh, I started out last weekend, beginning of the week, with The Guns Above by Robin Bennis. That was the first work, uh, first book that I completed this past week. And this was actually recommended to me by Jason Acock. And I'm really glad. Thank you, Jason, uh, because it was a lot of fun. So this one is really like a black powder fantasy. It's airships and... Uh, sort of some uh, naval kind of tactics. It very much reminded me of sort of the Honor Harrington series, but instead of spaceships, uh, you have airships, and you have very much a a character that's less perfect uh, in comparison to uh, Honor from those novels. So, Gisette is... Uh, just kind of much more human, much more believable as a character. And uh, it was just a good, fun read. So I really enjoyed it. And if you enjoy Black Powder Fantasy, uh, this is definitely one that uh, you might want to take a look at. Uh, I'll write a full review uh, sometime probably in the next week or so. And in the meantime, I believe that Jason over on Off the TBR has a review for uh, The Guns Above Uh, as well as the sequel by Fire Above. So you can take uh, a look at his blog to get the details there. That was the first book I read this week. The second one is an arc that I had from Del Rey. Uh, So thank you to the publisher there. Um, I believe I got it through NetGalley, so thank you to NetGalley. And this was uh, Steel Crow Saga by Paul Kruger. And this was a wonderful read. I, uh, I'll i be writing up a full review that'll get posted a little closer to its release date. I believe that it releases uh, October 1st of 2019, of this year. Uh, so I can happily recommend this one. Definitely put that on sort of your calendar. And uh, just plan to to take a look whenever it releases. It is sort of a secondary world contemporary fantasy. So there are cars, there are elevators, uh, you know, television, that kind of thing. But where this novel really excels is in the characters. It's about four characters. And yeah, there's an interesting plot that goes along with it. There's some really cool magic that's there. There's a, It's an Asian-inspired setting. Uh, so there's a cool uh, world and some interesting world building that goes into it. Like I said, very cool magic. But at the end of the day, it's about these four characters. And Kruger does an incredible job of crafting these characters, making them feel authentic and believable, but also giving them each an arc 
in this book that feels real. It feels complete for each of the characters, but there's real growth. There's noticeable growth for every single one. All four of the the viewpoint, the main characters receive enough information, enough, you know, growth and, and enough opportunity for them to process that growth that it all just comes together so beautifully. Really, really enjoyed this one. Uh, think you should absolutely uh, put it on your your list. But in the meantime, I will be uh, writing a full review up. And so you'll be able to read that, uh, like I said, closer to publication uh, date for that. But Steel Crow Saga by Paul Kruger, one to keep an eye out for when it releases. I then started a third book. I haven't finished it yet. Um, I'm not quite halfway done. And this one is a self-published book called Starship Blackbeard. All right, so this actually came up. um, Crystal Ball might have recommended it to me on Our Fantasy, I think, just in a uh, sort of a thread where uh, I can't even remember what thread it was in. But I think she recommended it to me, and uh, so I took a look at it, just kind of grabbed it because it was on Kindle Unlimited, and I was feeling the need to read something that was sci-fi more so than fantasy. And so Starship Blackbeard by Michael Wallace. Uh, it's not a long book. It's uh, fun so far. I'll I'll know more, obviously, once I finish it. Uh, but it's uh, it's been a fun read so far, and, and kind of that uh, exactly what I like in... Um, sort of my sci-fi, which is spaceships and space battles and sort of that side of science fiction uh, I really enjoy. And so I've been enjoying this so far. And next week you'll hear from me sort of more on what I, uh, what I think of this. Which brings us to what I have on deck for this coming week. Obviously, I'll be finishing Starship Blackbeard. I'm hoping to then start A Not-So-Dead Man's Journey. This is one that I picked up through TBR Einder, or however you say that. Um, (laughs) But but I picked it up. The author actually contacted me and asked if I would like a review copy. I checked out the... Kind of checked out the book on Amazon a little bit, looked at it briefly. It sounded like an interesting concept. And so... I'm, I'm looking forward to getting to the, that one uh, this coming week. And then I'm also hoping to get to The Girl with No Face. Now, The Girl with No Face is the sequel to The Girl with Ghost Eyes. So this is uh, book number two of the Tao Shi Chronicles uh, by M.H. Borison. And I really enjoyed The Girl with Ghost Eyes unique concept, um, sort of historical fantasy, really fun, interesting magic, great character, uh, main character and character development. So I'm really looking forward. This is an arc I have. And uh, the the girl with no face uh, is an arc that I have through NetGalley. Uh, once again. And so I'm looking forward to reading that 
and uh, I think it'll be a good time. But those are going to finish Starship Blackbeard, start and uh, finish A Not-So-Dead Man's Journey, and hopefully start and finish The Girl with No Face. Uh, and you'll hear more about all of those next week, uh, whenever I've actually read them, and uh, looking forward to those. A few things, then, that are coming up that are on my radar this coming week for releases. The first of those is one that I just mentioned, A Not-So-Dead Man's Journey. And, again, haven't read that one yet. Obviously, it's on my radar, and I intend to read it uh, this week. Then also, on Tuesday, I believe, September 3rd, anyway, The Harp of Kings releases. This is also one that I've not read yet, but sounds really interesting. Everything I've seen about it sounds just fascinating. And so uh, I don't know when I'll be picking that one up, but it's definitely one that is on my radar and I'm hoping to get to at some point. September is going to be sort of a weird month for me. Uh, I have a number of arcs that I need to get to uh, to make sure that I, I get to those that I've, I've committed to doing uh, in time. But then I also have... Uh, just a number of self-published books, some from uh, Spiffbo that I've been following and uh, some from uh, just kind of other recommendations and whatnot. And I'd like to read a lot of those uh, in September because uh, I'd like to kind of uh, do Jason's um, self-pub uh, September or self-pub fantasy month. So, uh, hoping to read a number of those. So September is going to be a pretty busy month for me in terms of reads. And, and my TBR is super long anyway. So I don't know when I'm going to get to the Harp of Kings, but it does sound interesting. Uh, and so it's, it's, it's on my radar releases on September 3rd. Now, that, that covers the, the books that I want to, to talk about, or most of the books that I want to talk about. There are a few things kind of in the news or happening uh, in terms of speculative fiction uh, that I wanted to, to touch on this week. The first of those is that uh, the R Fantasy September Goodreads Book of the Month was announced, and it is Vita Nostra, which is by uh, Marina and Sergei Diachenko. Now, this is one I read either at the end of 2018 or beginning of 2019, and it was great. It was just great. Um, it's sort of contemporary fantasy, urban fantasy, a little bit of kind of psychological suspense, there's a certain really cerebral element to it, but it, it is a wonderful, wonderful book. It was originally published in Russian and then was translated into English, and the English translation for this book is incredible. It's absolutely incredible. So I recommend this one. It's really cool. Vita Nostra, by uh, Marina and Sergei Diachenko. If you have not read this, or if maybe you've read it and you're looking to, you know, do a reread, 
this would be a great uh, time to do it because it is the R Fantasy uh, September Goodreads Book of the Month. So if you're part of our fantasy you can join the goodreads group uh discuss the book as you're reading it on our fantasy and and uh in the goodreads group and whatnot so uh, very cool opportunity wanting to point that out uh for folks especially those who have not read vita nostra great book you should check it out also in book news and i'm pretty excited about this uh will white announced just today that pre-orders for the seventh book in his Cradle series, Uncrowned, would begin, that pre-orders would open on September 5th. I'm excited for this one. Uh, One of my top reads for the year is the previous book in the series, Underlord. Uncrowned is the sequel to that, the next book in the series, number seven. I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, Lyndon and uh, Yaren and all the rest uh, and seeing what happens next in the story. So I'm very excited for that. Uh, Pre-orders are going to open this coming Thursday and Will has not yet announced the release date for the book but we know the pre-orders will open uh, September 5th. And then uh, hopefully by that point, we'll have uh, the release date for it. Typically, Will does not uh, have super long pre-order windows. Uh, I think for Underlord, the pre-order was about a month or so. And that was only back in February or March, actually. I think it released March 1st or, or something like that. So Will, again, one of the cool things that we see from self-published authors is just a constant production of of books, and they're able to do that, uh, produce these books very quickly sometimes. In the case of the Cradle series, these are not super long books. They're typically around 300 pages, maybe 350 pages. So they're, they're not super long, but they're a lot of fun, great magic system. At some point, maybe I should just do kind of like a rapid-fire review of each of the six books in the series so far on a podcast or something. That might be fun. But Uncrowned coming out, well, we don't know when it's coming out, but pre-orders anyway, opening on Thursday. So if you have enjoyed the Cradle series, then you definitely will want to pick up the next one. If you've not read any of the Cradle books, the first book is Unsold by Will White, Great, great Asian-inspired fantasy. Really cool martial arts magic. Definitely recommended. You should check it out. Also in the news, or at least happening this week, both Amazon Prime and Netflix uh, released their sort of... I don't know if you want to call them competing, but but two fantasy series that they chose to release on the same date, um, August 30th. So Amazon Prime released Carnival Row, and Netflix released uh, The Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance. So both of these are series. They're, they're available on, respectively, Amazon Prime and Netflix. And I've only watched the first episode of each. So I haven't watched the entire series yet. I intend to do so, but unfortunately my TV watching time is even more limited than my book reading time. And so uh, I don't 
uh, I don't binge shows as much as uh, maybe I would like. My initial gut reactions to both are uh, they both seem like they're uh, going to be fun. Uh, Carnival Row is obviously a darker, more mature uh, series. It's uh, Orlando Bloom stars. It's obviously doing some some very, I think, interesting and relevant things with um, with migrants and refugees, with uh, sort of how they're treated with racism, and and in that way, it feels quite timely. Uh, and it's doing something that I think fantasy at its best does well, and that is comment on modern issues or contemporary issues, but in such a way that they are, it doesn't come off as preachy or that sort of thing because it's set in this different world and the particulars are different, even if the general themes are the same. And and I think that can be really helpful for us. Uh, so Carnival Row... I'm, I'm very curious to see where the series goes. Age of Resistance on Netflix. If I had to pick one just out of the first episodes that I enjoyed more, it would probably be Age of Resistance. And I'll tell you the reason for that is probably that Age of Resistance... Th- so this is essentially a prequel series to The Dark Crystal, which came out in... 1983, 1984, something like that. Uh, it's an 80s movie. Uh, Jim Henson, puppets, great stuff. Uh, kind of iconic fantasy from the 80s. And so Netflix is doing this. They're still using puppets. They're definitely using some CG with things. Uh, but Age of Resistance, the first episode anyway, clearly sets up this series as sort of your... Typical heroic fantasy, but I don't mean typical in that it's derivative. I I mean that when you think about sort of fantasy as that hero's journey and saving the world and that kind of epic stuff that that many of us who, who enjoy fantasy really enjoy that, Age of Resistance is obviously that. And it's just classic in that sense. You can tell even from the first episode. Plus, it's really cool. The effects, the environments, um... They've done a really good job with it. So based on first episode alone, if I had to choose which I liked more, it would be Age of Resistance. Both series, I think, hold a lot of promise based on their first episodes, though. So I'm interested in continuing both of those. But they're out, and you can watch them on Netflix or uh, Amazon Prime. And uh, hope you you do. And if you do happen to do that, uh, mention me uh, on Twitter or something and let me know what you think. Because I'm, I'm curious of, of how people receive each of these series. And especially sort of in comparison to one another a little bit just because of their release time. So I, if you don't follow me on Twitter, I am uh, at cpark2005. Uh, so you can uh, hit me up on there and let me know what you think of Carnival Row uh, or Age of Resistance. All right, to to sort of wrap up here, just a couple housekeeping items. The first of those is this week, uh, sometime not exactly sure what day it'll be because of the holiday and my schedule being a little different this week, but uh, holiday in the U.S. anyway, Labor Day is Monday, so 
I'm not sure when I'll drop this podcast, but our interview episode this coming week will be with John Auerbach, who is the author of Guild of Tokens. So I got to sit down with John and ask him some questions about uh, being a writer and uh, sort of sort of his inspiration and how he came up with really what is a, a very cool and unique concept with Guild of Tokens. So uh, look for uh, my interview with John this coming week sometime. And then also be on the lookout sometime in the next couple weeks. I hope to do a summer review pod where basically I do rapid fire 30 second 20-second reviews of each of the books that I have read this summer, uh, give my sort of uh, star rating or number rating, and just real quick hit one or two of the highlights uh, from each of those books. And it's going to be rapid fire because I've read a, a good bit this summer, but uh, I'm looking forward to to doing that. I just don't know exactly when it will, uh, will happen and when I'll get it out to you, but be looking for that, my summer review pod, sometime in the next couple weeks. Thank you so much for listening and uh, happy reading.